0: Welcome to the business of being healthy, where we are passionate about treating our health as good as we treat our wealth. Shelly Bryan here, and I am obsessed with sharing real life experiences and wisdom to help save you time, heartache, and money as you continue to grow personally and professionally. Twice a week, we push aside that BS to take massive intentional action, and I promise by tuning in, you will receive the straightforward talk you've been waiting for, filled with actionable steps that will inspire you to achieve the health and wealth you desire while you are building your empire. Welcome back to a, another episode here on the show. I am excited to have you join me on this solo episode. If you know, uh, if you are brand new, welcome. We have two episodes coming out weekly. The first one on Tuesday is with a guest. And then my Friday solo ones are just literally about sharing the wealth of knowledge, the lessons learned, good, bad, and different But I love these because they are short and to the point. And today's episode is just that because I'm going to give you five habits that I built in my 30s, which are helping me be successful in my 40s. But before we dive into those five habits... Because these these habits are definitely not what you would normally think of. So stay tuned. But you know, on these solo episodes, I always love to call out reviews because reviews are so powerful when it comes to podcasting, but it really just helps cut through the BS and helps other people that are just like us, you're tuning into this, just like us, find the show, spread the wealth get the information out. So by leaving a review, you are helping someone find the show and find out if it's right for them. And today's review comes from Building AZ, which I'm actually super excited. I wish I had a name with this person because they're probably in the construction community. Um, But Building AZ titles this, Time Well Spent. Love the podcast. Shelly organizes her topics in a way that listeners can apply the knowledge gained immediately. Hallelujah. I love that. So thank you so much, Building AZ, for not only leaving the review, but such kind words. Time is like one of our most valuable assets, so I'm not here to waste any of it. And the fact that you're getting like information that you can apply immediately means the world to me. So thank you so much for for sharing that review, and don't forget, go over literally two seconds, tap the thumb, five star, leave a couple little comments, and I will call out your name on one of the upcoming episodes. But let's dive in now, because I told you I'm going to leave you with five habits that literally I am using right now in my 40s that are helping me be successful, but I built these habits in my 30s and so if i could give this knowledge wisdom to anybody it's like start now start now you're never too late you're never too old you're never too gone to whatever just start now so these are five habits that i wanted to pull and share as we're closing out the year that are i know i've been honing over the last 10 plus years now that i'm into my 40s these are differentiating success for me and that success comes in all areas of life so i'm not just going to talk about business but i am talking about health relationships uh a little bit of everything so habit number 1 is investing in myself and i want to point out one thing about the word that i used investing it's not just about the um like the money, it is about the investment and the way that you look at it. The fact that I didn't say transacting in myself because it is a totally different frame of mind, whether you are investing or transacting. I actually go into further depth on this in episodes 15 and 16. So I would I'll put those in the show notes, but I would recommend look listening to those because it depending upon what you're doing, investing or transacting, will give you different outcomes. And I also look at investing in myself in two different ways, whether that is money and or time. And as we get busier, as we are running a business, leading a family, time, I think, becomes more and more valuable. But I can tell you that I invest in me so that I can invest in those around me. So... That is, whether that's hiring coaches, right? Professional coaches, uh, executive coaches, um, therapists, uh, going in, investing in someone to clean our house. So that frees up time for me to then go to the gym or to spend more time with my kids, not having to worry about some other stuff. So you can really go deep on investing in yourself, but what can you do so that you pour more back into you so that you can be better for everybody else. That's what I would say when it came to investing in myself. Number two is pruning my friendships. This one was a hard one because they always say, right? You become who you hang out with. You hear that all the time. I can see that with my kids now, but it really is true. And Probably the scariest thing about it is like who you, you become, who you hang out with is the mindset. You pick up words, you pick up methodologies, you pick up stuff of, of thought processes, the mindset of those who you are around. So if it's good, fan freaking tastic, stay in that, invest in it, make sure you're giving back just as much as you are receiving but sometimes you got to start pruning. Sometimes you got to get rid of those. And I'm talking about, I, I said friendships, but I'm even talking about family. As I continue to grow and as I continue to move forward, I had to let go of some family that was keeping me back in an older mindset that I couldn't, I couldn't let go of. I couldn't get rid of if I kept staying around those people. So regardless of who they are, you got to do some pr- pruning. I'm going to add a little bonus to this one because about pruning friendships, it's also pruning some old beliefs and some old identities. You know, I can share, I've had a lot of success in my career, but I've also had a lot of failures and failures. I mean, that's like an I- I- identity in itself. I, I, kind of muddied the water for a while bit because of one particular failure failed business really like pulled me down i had an identity with it and i had to prune that it wasn't easy a lot of these these habits that i'm going to talk about today are helped me move through it but i want you to think about what is not serving you if a friend if a family member is not serving you and who you want to become It is time to prune in order for that bush and the fruit to grow to the best that it can, including you, you gotta get rid of the bad. Okay, so let's move on to number three, is I mastered the art of sales. And to be frank, I've actually been mastering this skill for quite some time. I'm very fortunate in my career that I actually started out in the financial industry. It's also sales, right? I will tell you that in my thirties, right? I started in 20, I was 22. So in my thirties, in my twenties, it was all about me, right? Go get the money, make the sales, earn the accolades, do all this stuff. But then in your thirties and then once kids, I finally realized sales isn't about you. It is about who you are trying to help, who you are trying to solve a problem for. And so that skill of sales, I talk about it all the time, our kids, we encourage them when they want something. And if we say no, I'm like, sell us, tell us why. And what we're teaching them is to not think about what they want, but how it actually, the thing that they want serves everybody. The other thing about mastering the art of sales, and I don't care what position you're in sales, you're, you're. When you're trying to decide what restaurant to go to in the evening, out on a date, that's sales. There is something behind that. But one of the best things that you can get from sales is listening. The best and some of the most successful people often have a background in sales. And you know what makes them successful? Is that two things. One, they listen. They listen more than they talk. And two, they ask for what they want. You're not going to get what you want unless you ask for it. And also with sales, just the skill of sales. There are so many books. um, Shoot me a DM if you're you're looking for like how to increase the skill of sales, because you will use this throughout your entire life. It doesn't just have to be like a sales position in an organization. But you know what's neat about sales is that you get rejected over and over and over again. And you learn to make a game of it. You learn to crave the no's and the rejection because you know that brings you that much closer to the yes. And so by receiving that rejection, not only did it teach me to turn the rejection into I know the good is coming, but it also strengthened my resilience. There's many things in my life that have absolutely strengthened my resilience, but I can tell you right now in my 40s, 40s are the best so far. I feel like each decade is actually better than the last one. 40s are the best so far. And I feel like resilience is one of those things when we're building our construction company, going through things with the kids, with the horses, with the podcast, the relationships, all these new things. Resilience is one skill in the game of life that you can literally have, never have enough of. You can always strengthen that skill. And let me tell you what, sales will automatically get you the reps that you can strengthen that skill of resilience. So number four, my fourth habit is copying others' mistakes. So I've talked about this before on the, on the podcast, but my grandfather had a really funny saying, and I don't know if this is PG or not, but whatever, had a really funny saying, and I just kind of always lived with it, but I've changed how I've used it. The saying was, take your spankings off someone else's behind, right? Basically learn from other people's mistakes. And so for me, one of the best ways that I've been able to do this, and I created this habit in my thirties, I did not do it before. It was actually late in my thirties that I'm using now more than ever is I learned by reading and listening to podcasts. So those are the two things, you know, if you've been on this show or you follow me on social media that I do talk a lot about reading or different podcasting. You're literally getting someone else's brain and knowledge for nominal cost. The main cost is time. And so we don't have, but I mean, I guess it's like pick your evil for me. So long I was, you know, doing it on my own. Now I'm like, I just want to learn from someone else. I'm like, what not to do. And then I will go figure out what to do. That saves me time. It saves me money. I can learn the lessons from someone else. I don't have to take those spankings myself. I'll learn what what they did. So you guys know this is a newer podcast and I'm not running any ads at this time. I don't have any sponsorships yet. I'm not trying to sell you guys anything either. But literally, I just wanna give you the tools and the knowledge from either my past experience or those of my guests to save you time, money, and heartache. So the only ask I could ever have from you is to help me spread the word out there to more entrepreneurs and more career-driven professionals like us so that we can feel more confident, perform better for our teams and our clients, and ultimately make more money to provide for our families. And the only way that we can do that is if we rate and review and share this podcast. So the single ask that I have of you is that if you could leave a review, share it with a friend, it should take less than 10 seconds. And I know your time is valuable, but it would absolutely mean the world to me. And more importantly, it might change the life for someone else. What I will add to this, though, is it kind of goes with that number two, pruning your friendships, is be careful and be cognizant on who you are learning the lessons from. Have they actually done the thing that you want to do? Or are they just talking about it? Now, for me, I have about four to five podcasts that I learn from and that is it I don't go out and listen to every single podcast I'm very selective and and it goes back to just you know actually scripture guard your heart I'm very selective on what I listen to but those that I have I know what they have done and I know where they are and they are in a place where I want to be same thing when it comes to books. It's not always about reading more and more and more. It's about reading a book, having some experience, applying some some of your learnings, going back and rereading it again because you're going to get something else. I did an episode on my 10 favorite books. I can link it down below. This is just my 10 favorite books from this year. These 10, I will reread again in 2024, which means I'm not going to have all this extra time to just go out and read a million other books. I'm going to focus on what I know is applicable and what these people have done, what I can learn from them. And it will change as I get more experience. So number four was copying others' mistakes. And I shared kind of how I do it um, when it comes to podcasting as well as reading. Now, number five, this was a habit that I, I want to say I built in my 30s, but I didn't really leverage till my late 30s. And now I am leveraging like crazy into my 40s, is asking for help. I get it. I get it, you achievers out there, and I know you're listening to this podcast too. Is that when you do something alone, you're like, hell yeah, I got a trophy. I did that all on myself. Like it was so great, like by myself. Like, look at what I can do. Can I tell you that that imaginary trophy, because you did it by yourself? Like, No one cares about the trophy. And guess what? It probably took you twice as long because you didn't ask for help. You didn't copy other mistakes, other people's mistakes, right? You didn't learn from those mistakes. So for me, one of the hardest things for me to do on this list of habits that I have right now, there's more, but I wanted to keep this one short and tight in these five habits is asking for help. And I've talked about this in the, you know, there is the book who, not how I've referenced on the last several podcasts, but I'm saying it again, because it's all about like who, who can we help, but who can also help us and asking for help is I used to think of it as the biggest sign of weakness. Honestly, I remember in my corporate, I would never ask for help because I feel like they look like I couldn't do it by myself. Now I'm like, I don't want to do it by myself. And in fact, you know what? I can actually hire and provide income for someone else because it will help them not only provide for their family, but they can do it 10 times better than me. And so why not ask for help? So now I am always looking at everything around me. How can I help? How can I help somebody? But more importantly, who can help me? Who can do it better than me? Who can help me save time and money and get to my destination much faster? So just to take you through those five habits that I built in my 30s that I hope that you are, if if there's one that you took away, this episode is worth it. These are truly helping me be successful into my 40s. Number one is investing in myself. And remember, I said invest, not transact. Invest in yourself. You can look at that in so many different ways. Number two, pruning my friendships. Yes, that also means family and pruning friendships, but also pruning your old beliefs and identities to who you want to become. Number three was mastering the art of sales. It's all about them, it's not about you and listening, listening, listening. Number four was copying others' mistakes, learning from other people's mistakes. And I shared how I do that right now. This is literally something I do right now. And I hope that this podcast is doing it for others too. Number five is asking for help. Biggest sign of strength is knowing that you can't do it all and ask for help, whatever that is. Help with grocery shopping, help with a business strategy, help, ask for help. So, This was a quick one, but I hope it's super valuable to you. I hope that if one of these hit you, or if you had a friend that has maybe been like, holy cow, I'm struggling right now. Maybe this is something that you could share with them. Not publicly, right? Like keep this private. I get it. These are hard things like going through it, but share this out, help someone out by, by sharing it. You can actually be the hero for someone else. So I thank you so much for tuning in to the show. I thank you for sharing. And if you left a review, I'm going to be calling out your name. And if you haven't, I encourage you to go leave a review right now. And I will be sure to call out your name in the coming episodes. Have a great week.